Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. My bio reads from troubled teen to teacher of the year, 100-pound weight loss, blah, blah, blah. You know the sort of thing you're working on in your before and after life story. So at the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you. And I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Do you remember your graduation celebration? Some of you are young enough to know exactly. Some of you may remember your high school, might even be from lower grades, or it might have been your college. I've kept pictures from all of my different degrees with my um, robes and my hats, and oh, I was so proud, and I'm thinking, a lot of people see this as the end. I know a lot of people cry when they graduate from school or when they're promoted from one job to another job and they think, but that's the end of this. But is it the beginning of something even better? That's the way we have learned to look at things through the years. Because when one chapter of your life ends, whether it was a great one or whether it was a really sad one, It might have been a trying, horrible one. We know probably none of us will be sad when we see COVID end, but we might have learned a lot through this, right? I just know that as we're celebrating Resurrection Sunday is what we as Christians like to call it. Yes, it's Easter, but the real thing we celebrate, it's not bunnies and eggs. Well, it is for the kids, and it's okay to dress your little kitties up. And I remember getting new patent leather shoes and a cute little dress. My grandmother would make mine. I was such a chubby little girl. She usually had to make mine back then. And I remember walking to church with some of my friends, my friend Lynn. And sometimes we would, even when we got older, I remember when Lynn was 30. 13 and I was only 12. She could, no, she was already 14. She could wear lipstick and I couldn't. Hers was a real light pink, but I couldn't wear lipstick. Mom said, no, you can't wear it until you're a teenager. Anyway, that's what Easter was all about. Chocolate Easter bunnies. Oh, I would eat them until I was sick. And that's pretty much it until I was about a freshman in high school. And here's what happened. Somebody said, we're having a baptismal class. If you would like to come and join this class for six weeks, then we're all going to get baptized when we have understood and it's over. And I thought, well, that'll be fun. I've seen other people, you know, get baptized. And I thought, yeah, that's another part of being in the church. And then I'll join the church. And that's about as far as a lot of people get. And that's the end. But for me, this took on a new role. I don't know why specifically I started really wanting to understand the story of Jesus and why he came to earth and was he really God and how could he be born to a virgin and why would he go to a cross and be crucified and whipped and beaten if you've ever seen that movie that is just the passion of the Christ. It is so sad. It is just horrible to see him up there suffering. And yet that's all some people see is just one man who's up there dying on a cross and suffering, and I feel so bad for him. But when you really dig in, why did he do that? Was he a fraud? Was he a fake? Was he trying to just pretend to be some great martyr? Was he a phony? 
He claimed that he was God. He claimed that there's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, and it's the three in one. He claimed that, but what about the real Jesus? Was he really, really authentic? Was he really? I heard all of that, and I I guess I somewhat believed in an innocent childlike manner, but I didn't pray to Jesus. I sometimes would pray to God as a little girl, but it was mostly back to the candy and the Easter eggs and the bunnies and the, all of that. And instead, this time, when I really started looking at the real story, the crucifixion and how it fit into the rest of the Old Testament and the rest of the New Testament, it was true because I was changed when I received him as my Savior, when I understood that he died on the cross for me, as bad as I was, as terrible a teenager as I was, as horrible as I would even be the next few years, even after I came to somewhat believe this, I still understood this man was not a fraud. C.S. Lewis said he's either a lunatic He's either a liar or he's Lord. He can't be just a good man because he didn't claim to be just a good man, so he would have been a liar. He claimed to be the Son of God, so that would have made him a liar if you don't believe he was the Son of God. But if you want to test it, why not? I was such a risk taker in every other aspect of my life. In the horrible ways, I would be out there drinking and drugging and playing and running with everybody. And this time, I said, okay, God, if you're really real, do something with this miserable, horrible life. You can have it. I'm through with it. I was 100 pounds overweight. I didn't have any friends. I was flunking out of college. Everything was wrong in my life. And as soon as I had come to trust him as Savior, things started changing. Inside, I started understanding a little more and a little more, and eventually, I came to see Easter as even better than Christmas. I love that that little baby was born in the crib at Christmas and that we celebrate that, but this is that grown baby that so loved the world. God gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him might not perish, but have eternal life. And on that resurrection day, when Jesus was crucified on the cross and placed in that borrowed tomb, we got to see what happened with all of the others around him. There's a lot of emotions that are spread out that week. We know that Hosanna, of course, from the last week was when they were praising him. But later there would be the confrontation and the betrayal and the denial and the trial, and the scourging, and the crucifixion, and then the tomb. But now we know he is not here. He is risen. Who was it that got to be the first one to see him when he was risen? The first one that found that empty tomb that saw him in the garden? It was Mary Magdalene who possibly had been a prostitute, had had demons cast out of her. She had become one of his followers. And I could relate to that because I had been so horrible. I guess even Mary was worse than I was. But if he could accept her, he could accept me. If she could love him, I could love him. And when I made that 
one day receiving of Christ as my Savior, my life changed. Everything about me changed. Physically, I lost that hundred pounds. I got on a good eating plan. I was no longer making my stomach my God, as it says in Corinthians. I was no longer worshiping people. I was no longer wanting to get high and to party and all of the stuff that I had wanted to do. It took about a year, and all of that just started changing, and I found there was something even better. There was a higher high that I had never experienced, and that is what I get to celebrate every day. When my husband and I wake up here in Florida, we look out over our lake. We may go out in the boat, but we read Scripture every morning. We thank God. We praise Him. We are living the best part of our life right now. This is not the ending. This is the beginning. When you have that new life in Christ, look up 2 Corinthians 5.17. He has come to give you and make you new life for a new creature. You're a new creation. That's what you are. You want to be new? You want your life to get better and better and better? It will. Everybody that has come to this place knows it. And some people right now that are listening say, yeah, I know, I get it. Others that are listening are saying, yeah, will you hurry up and end this thing? And some people have already hung up. They didn't want to hear this or they've clicked off of the podcast, their time will come. Everyone gets to hear it in your lifetime. What happens is up to you. Will you receive him as Lord? Or do you see him as a lunatic and all of us that love him and worship him? Are we lunatics too? Or are we just absolutely in love? There's an L word you can linger on, love. And that's what Easter is all about. You can call it Resurrection Day, but when they all went there the next day after the crucifixion, including his own mother, the tomb was empty. And over 500 people saw him from then on when he was walking around the town, and people that had seen him crucified saw him now, but he was in a new body. He was different. I have a new body. I can't walk through walls, but I have a new body, a new mind, a new soul. I am redeemed. I am changed. And I pray that you are my friend. This would be the best day to say, God, I am sick of this miserable life. Or just to say, God, I want something better. I want that joy and peace and love and all of those fruits of the Spirit that others seem to have. I want that in my life. I want my marriage to be better. I want my children to be better. I wish that I could be an example for my family and my friends. And if that's your prayer, my friend, this is your day. All you have to do is admit that you have sinned. We all had to come to that reckoning and believe that God so loved the world. He gave his life through his son for you on that Friday. We call it Good Friday. It wasn't so good for Jesus, we think, but it really was. That's the Friday that we get new life because on Sunday, as we celebrate Easter week, the tomb is empty. And he is risen. God bless you, my friends. Have a blessed, wonderful Easter and Easter week. And I hope you are experiencing that new life. It's not the end. It's the beginning. I'm Dr. Pepper shaking the salt. Glad you could be with me today. God bless. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com. If you want to share your story with me, ask a question, 
Have me come speak to your group or maybe just request prayer. Once again, saltandlightministry.com. Thanks and God bless.